0: If you don't understand what's going on, you're liable to get crazy at this point.
1: Oh. Okay. Cool.
2: Well, um, my waveforms
3: are so tiny, but I guess as long as you can hear me, that's fine.
2: No, I hear you. I hear you well. Okay. Yeah, there was like last some, year, last year I attempted, I attempted, like okay, gonna quit drinking this year, and then there was a pandemic. And it was like, right, uh, this might be one of the few things I can really do to shake up my day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's totally, totally fair. Well,
3: and this, but this year, like, we're still in a pandemic, so I feel I know, like drinking it, is not uh, out of question.
2: <laughs> I I, I'm just gonna make it like okay we give 2020 the a year of being a shit year We'll, we'll make 2021 the year of capitalizing on that shit year and trying to make it better at least I'll hope
3: yeah it's like coming crawling out of the hole yeah that yeah we dug ourselves I mean speaking of how 2021 is starting though it seems as though the way we're climbing back out of this hole is not too great
2: <laughs> <laughs> for now for now
3: some no. some real shit went down last week <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i think so. yeah i suppose in a good in a way it's good to record, we didn't record before that because now we've got that joy to talk about
3: oh boy well should we should we dive into it yeah yeah
2: let me get this slide in front of me. all right and off we go. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very 33rd episode of Rethink Everything. I'm Tyler Giannassini, and I'm here today with Kent Yoshimura.
3: I'm preparing to raid the local Taco Bell probably after this. <laughs> all the <National laughs> Gotta get Guard my freedom be, back!
2: <laughs> all the National Guard will be at the Capitol, and so you don't have to worry about any protection there. That's smart.
3: Exactly! No one's going to stop me from going to Taco Bell and ordering <laughs> a, a cheesy gordito.
2: Mm, couldn't it this is yeah maybe this was the opportunity to do that raid on area 51
3: oh my dude that's such a good point why the hell did people not do that
2: <laughs> it's also kind of disappointing that that had as not as good a turnout as as the raid on the capital of the what, us but i guess would have happened stakes
3: well i mean something did come out of it we found out that there are in fact ufos
2: yeah and i think that i'm pretty sure they said we have the right and will shoot people if they if they attempt to invade this base uh, and it's a bunch of wheelboots that actually happen
3: that are definitely like you know what yeah it's we'd rather be at home and uh yeah. knock a shot in the face
2: you do not want to invade a desert military base those guys are bored they have just been waiting <laughs> yeah trigger <laughs> happy <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we are here to rethink some of the things we learned during the first week of 2021. The week we escaped the nonstop hellhole Groundhog Day nightmare of 2020. Coming soon to theaters. (laughs) I watched a a video essay on uh, on the the appeal of Groundhog Day like style films during the pandemic and how. Like they just took off over the last year. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it does feel <laughs> appropriate. That same, that feeling of living the same day over and over.
3: It was, it was like uh, that, that Halloween movie came out, the Blumhouse Films movie, obviously Groundhog Day. Like people are talking about it again. The it, was there another Sandberg,
2: one? The Andy Sandberg oh, movie.
3: yeah. Palm Springs or whatever. Palm Springs,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was the year after Russian Doll came out, I think hmm uh, with Natasha Leon. Natasha Leon. Is that her name? Uh, oh forget her. and so then special. uh what's
3: that Tom Cruise movie? Or Tom C- yeah, the Tom Cruise Dude. movie where he like lives his life. The good edge one, the really good
2: one. It's a edge of tomorrow. It's so flew under it's the radar. That's like one of the best so action good. movies, I think, probably ever.
3: Speaking of Tom Cruise, I was listening to the last podcast. On the left, and apparently, there's news going around of his craziness hitting another level. Oh, no! Apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, here I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, and even if it's not true, I'm gonna say it like it is true because 2021. Uh, Tom Cruise has been caught having sex with fish. Uh, Have you heard about what, this? What's Tom from the Cruise face
2: or the what size of fish? But, I'm, I'm interested in the logistics here before.
3: He grabs a fish and he just has sex. He, he has sex the with face, the mouth, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't face. even know if you could find a, a fish vagina. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise's fish story. Um, it seems as though it's a, a rumor that's just... It's uh, it listen to page seven Jenkins episode. Started at 7130. It's a blind item they discuss. It has. <laughs> there, there, there's no news anywhere unless Google as liberal media is censoring <laughs> censoring oh. Tom Cruise having sex with a fish.
2: Sounds right. That sounds you know right. Case. Oh, God. he's mad. He's mad because people don't want him to start filming his next movie, I guess. He's,
3: he's, he's just like COVID ran ranting.
2: That's but what I'm COVID seeing is his latest is COVID ranting? Uh, you know what? This is why you gotta you gotta separate the art from the artist.
3: You yeah, got yeah. He's an artist.
2: I wanna go. I wanna go watch the Mission Impossible's all again in order. Those are fun movies. Dude, they're
3: so good. Do not meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah. Let Tom Cruise live five. You know, not five foot six or whatever height he is. Let him live as a six foot man. In your memory, in the movies he stars in,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, let him be the characters. What do you remember? Have you seen? Have you ever seen Robert Downey Jr.'s shoes?
3: <laughs> what? No. I, I, I've seen uh, what's his face's shoes? Rudy Giuliani's cobbler shoes. But that's it. Those are the most recent uh, shoes I've seen.
2: Uh, you should you should look for Robert Downey Jr.'s shoes. He um, he wears lifts. At, at all times. Oh so if, my god. Once once you start to notice it, you can't help but see that he's constantly in high heels and he stands like he's in high, he has the posture of a person who's forced to stand in high heels. It it really changes your ability oh. to perceive him as just like a <laughs> a normal person. <laughs> like you'll watch him on Report- talk shows and he'll walk out and then his shoes are cri- like just so weird. Uh, three or four yeah, inch lifts. Get them
3: Look, it's obvious they're high heels disguised as like whatever you <laughs> high tops which? or whatever you call the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude,
2: <laughs> just own it. You're just, just own it. Like, what is the. I, I can see if you're doing it for a movie and you want to like make sure that, you know, shots work out well, your character isn't perceived as being like seven inches shorter than the person you're acting beside. But. Oh my for gosh. showing up for interviews with those is like man i feel like he's five nine you project confidence <laughs> in every other is he really he's five nine yeah, and he's that crazy lift <laughs>
3: well
2: that's Dude, just Danny weird. Devito is four ten you know <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> just exude confidence this there's a better way to solve this oh. problem although his posture it does make his posture remarkable
3: Oh my like, god. Maybe yeah. that's the
2: move. I'm gonna start wearing lifts, Kent. Just just thinking this is-
3: <laughs> You're already like six one.
1: <laughs> You're fine.
3: I'm just
2: I'm starting to get self conscious about it. The more time goes on, we import people from Scandinavia, they, they, they get scary. Oh God,
3: the average gets higher and higher. I'm six yeah. one, but I'm not six two. <laughs> I'm not six three.
2: I don't wanna look I don't want to look small compared to other people. What a, what a thing. Uh, Jesus. Well, anyhow. Well, <laughs> <it> was, anyhow. <laughs> not not current news. But uh, yeah, so uh, if you're listening to this in the distant future when this is all a horrible nightmare that you're looking back on, this is the week um, uh, that uh, <laughs> uh, Trumpers <laughs> invaded the, the capital of the United States and smeared feces on the walls and stole podiums and... <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else? What are the highlights? Someone t- tasered themselves in the nuts and then died of a heart attack, supposedly. Oh,
3: Elon Musk became the richest person, oh, surpassing yeah. Jeff Bezos. Uh, Bitcoin hit 40,000. Now it's at 31,000.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, that, uh,
2: that had to happen, though. That, yeah, that had to It was to growing way, way too fast. Uh,
3: Senate minority, le- minority Leader,
2: Mitch
3: yeah. McConnell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Georgia yeah. runoff's.
2: Man, the Georgia,
3: a lot happened. A lot, a lot happened. happened. What a year! What a year! What a year! <laughs> and we are still at a, with a, a stay at home order. And uh, today's guest is the person I, I had the honor and privilege of staying at home <laughs> with for the entire quarantine. That's uh, perfect. So it's it's perfect. He he got to experience the psychosis of quarantine. Uh, the, the shared psychosis at our at our home.
2: That's pretty great. Well, yeah, let's let's bring him in and, and see what he has <laughs> to say about the uh, the eleven days of uh, breakneck speed new events for twenty twenty one.
3: Yeah, there's so many things to plan as we dive into twenty twenty one at the Molino Residence.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've got a. Uh, there's other recovery you have to do there. The oh my god, sink situation sounds sounds less than pleasant. That,
3: so I, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but for our listeners, uh my sink literally got destroyed a week before quarantine hit because we discovered black mold underneath it. So I have been kitchenless. <laughs> all of quarantine and now and finally the utility sink this hundred dollar sink we got is giving in and breaking apart (laughs)
2: did you did that include the stove did that take the stove out too the
3: oven is broken
2: yeah that's brutal man so we're just
3: like ovenless sinkless like it's just right in time for quarantine (laughs) Uh,
2: if you need a toaster oven recommendation i have one uh, fun- uh, oh, functions Wait, as an have- air fryer it's pretty sizable
3: mm. oh oh as an air fryer
0: also
2: yeah yeah it, uh, so what i discovered uh, melissa wanted an air fryer for christmas and so when i researched them i discovered all they are is just can uh convection ovens that go to a really high temperature like they're just all, all they are is just toaster ovens, but in a shape that usually makes it so you can't put much in there. So, turns out the what? best air fryer I could get was a toaster oven. What? Yeah, Wait, it's all just that, a marketing so it's ruse. Exactly
3: the same shit. I mean, I guess so. It's just like a uh, like a a compartment that heats things up.
2: Yeah, and then it has the fans to move hot air around really, really quickly. So that. If you find a convection toaster oven, you're basically getting the same thing, or functionally kind of, the same thing. I
3: can't it, believe Big Oven has been lying to us I this know. whole time.
2: It's pretty rough.
3: Oh, what can we believe anymore? Everything's a lie. Oh my, oh, another thing, sorry. Speaking of lies, and big tech controlling who we are, uh, Twitter is completely uh, banning Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that happened. <laughs>
2: They're stifling. They're stifling his, his free speech.
3: Oh, my. How can you expect the people to smear feces on the walls of the Capitol building if <laughs> Donald Trump is silenced?
2: <laughs> Who will they listen to? Who will organize them?
3: Oh, 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 oh.
0: oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, we got him. Oh, hey. we him. is this what I'm supposed to do here? Ooh.
2: that's exactly what you're oh. supposed to
0: do. <laughs> okay. All right. We did it, guys. And also, it's probably my voice
3: in the background that hopefully can get uh, edited out <laughs> with some automated filter. But uh, we're just you're going to have to deal with the echo, Tyler.
2: So just, just slight echo. All right.
3: Cool. cool. Welcome, Kevin. How Thank is it you. going?
0: Good, good. What is this?
3: <laughs>
0: what, what am I doing? <laughs> I <I'm> just walked upon <laughs> this.
3: We're just digital, rethinking everything. We're just rethinking everything. The digital wow. world of podcasting. Wow. This new invention.
0: Amazing. So,
3: before we dive in, what's your t- what's your hot take on uh, t- 2021
0: so far? It's the best. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I honestly, too.
0: I honestly don't even remember like celebrating new year's really <laughs> it's <was> just <laughs> just yeah transition so like uh, uneventfully so it's just yeah. a blend of the same pretty much just,
3: like well, every single day has been madness in, in within the last yeah. like two weeks
2: yeah yeah, yeah. we're we're getting the uh, the warm introduction. There, I mean, there have been good things. There's been good. There's been good vaccine news. There's been some good, like the Georgia runoff results was was pretty uplifting. Mm. And then, and then, <laughs> the rest of that
3: day. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We discovered a new t- uh, species of frog. <laughs> oh,
0: well, that's, <laughs> that's, kinda cool. that's that's kind of cool. Is that uplifting or is that bad? Because depends what kind of frog it is, you know. Oh,
3: that's true. They're also putting <laughs> shit in the water that makes our frogs gay. So we <laughs> don't Invasive. want to mix all that things up, yeah.
2: <laughs> Invasive species of carnivorous frog invades US. So that's gotta be it, right? It's like the oh, is that uh, what it murder is hornets. <laughs> Damn it.
0: Jeez.
3: Invading other frogs' buttholes.
2: <laughs> you see Florida has like fist-sized snails that can eat through walls?
0: What? This is the <laughs> thing.
2: They have like these snails that will just devour their, their structures.
0: My goodness.
2: Delivered I mean at least away. you could
0: at least you can run away. <laughs> <They
2: can't laughs> <chase you. laughs> That's, That's true. true. <laughs> but it's like a, it's like one of those horror movies, you know, no matter how slow they go, they always <laughs> they're always gonna catch up.
3: Oh yeah, it, it follows. <laughs> it's always there. So, Kevin, do you want to give a brief intro uh, to all of our listeners of who you are, why you're here, what your
0: agenda is, what... uh (laughs) My my agenda? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Uh, Hi, I'm Kevin. I live next door or in the same uh, next room over from Kent, and that's why I'm here. (laughs) Came out for breakfast one day, and he was like, "Hey, you want to be on a podcast?"
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> a
2: are. Of fact.
0: <laughs> uh, how he's it, of yes.
2: one of the stars of the Fast and Furious franchise.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't like I don't like bragging about that, but um, you know, pretty popular yeah. from that. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't want Tom, <laughs> Go, Tom Cruise
3: know. to start bullshit with us, so we try to stay humble, you know. <laughs>
0: always, <laughs> yeah, always stay humble, you know. but check us out. <laughs> but check it out, so, check it out, yeah. As an as, as overview, uh, Budget
3: Boys over quarantine, Kevin and I, we're also filming something right now, which is very exciting, set to launch in about eight days or so here. But, um, mm. Kevin and I, uh, make Old movies better, uh, if, if, uh, but, but without the budget yeah. of what that previous movie had.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, you guys are like a better version of Quibby. So <laughs> yeah, <upgraded> exactly. Quibi.
0: <laughs> As in, we don't know what. You know, yeah. if Quibby, uh, you know, partnered with us, they wouldn't have uh, gone out of business. For real.
2: It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah, they just need and us. our budget would have been higher. <laughs> Yep, we could prove that we can make the best movies better with maybe one one millionth of the cost. <laughs> exactly. If literally one movies anymore. Yeah, <laughs> Hit me yeah with you the have points. Like
3: 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, you, Asians, we could play any role. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. So so, so, Kevin, and you know, now that 2020 is over, uh, you seem really like the perfect person because we both got to experience the madness of 2020 together. Mm-hmm. And as we were kicking off 2021, we want to do like a retrospective episode of all the bad things that has
0: happened through human history, not just 2020. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice, nice. My mind focuses on the bad things, so I'm ready for this.
3: Exactly. We want to accentuate all the bad things because that's, yeah. that's human nature. Wow. Slash, if you only focus on the good things, how can you really be happy?
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a that good lesson. Works? Stop focusing on the good things. Only focus on the bad things. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So okay. then when Together. like...
0: <laughs> so when like bad things happen to you they're not as bad as the other bad things you're thinking about so there you go exactly
2: there's a if you've ever seen the tom cruise movie vanilla sky i'm just am gonna this episode i'm gonna bring everything back to tom cruise because we just started that way and might as well see it through but uh in vanilla sky there's a there's, a, there's some line about no oh, uh the sweet just ain't as sweet without the sour or something along those lines and uh yeah I, I don't know if I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that philosophy um, the whole idea that some something has to be bad for you to even be able to perceive what good is I feel like if I it's had like, like a cheese it I'd be like oh that's kind of good and then if I had a fresh slice of pizza I'd be like wow that's that's better than that last thing it wouldn't make the cheese it bad I'd still be able to perceive what, what better is let's
3: say, let's say you ate like a, a what what's something you don't like? What's like a nasty thing you don't like? Like let's say you ate a, a piece of like a
2: water chestnut. Uh,
3: okay, like a shitty. You don't like water chestnut. Okay, so let's water say
2: the water chestnut. chestnut's really bitter. I love water chestnuts. Dang, Tyler, something appley That's about them. Scandinavian I don't know. You know, weird appley. I love apples. <laughs> I like I like green <laughs> apples. <laughs> so
3: let's Nobody say you're eating, eating this, green this bitter. <laughs> Yeah, what's wrong with you? Get off the podcast.
2: <laughs> I like all the wrong stuff. I'm sorry, guys. I'll see my way out. So, let's,
3: uh, Do you know what durian is? Do you know what durian is? It's like the fruit that you're not even allowed to take onto like subway trains in Asia.
0: Tyler's going to be like, that's I know my it... favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: my, that's my jam. Yeah.
3: I know what it so is. So let's say you I feel
2: like if I ever had it, it would have been with you.
3: It's not bad, but let's say it's it, it's pretty bad, though. Like, most people hate it. Now, let's say you eat something worse. You end up liking the durian, right? Mm. Because it's like, you compare, like, you're eating, like, a plate of durian to a plate of, like, poo-poo. Which one was better? If you consider all the bad things that happen and none of the good things, then all the bad things become good things. So, your tolerance for bad things becomes... Much, much better.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or do you just want to go back to baseline nothing? Does nothing become a uh... good thing?
3: Well, you, you can, look, I... Uh... You can hire me for motivational speaking whenever you want. I'm only I'm only ten dollars an hour. Uh, so,
2: uh, at because
3: at those because there's only one way to go. From uh, up.
2: At those prices, I, I'm 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 inclined to just put together some sort of speaking event. Just because, how do you pass up those rates?
1: All your lives suck.
2: Uh, I've made a huge mistake.
3: So. Well to kick things off, you, you know, okay, yeah, 2020 was a bad year, but but on this theme of relative badness. Uh, have you heard of the year 536, Kevin? The and how year bad 536?
0: it was? 36. I remember.
3: I've heard of it.
0: The year 536. Yep. Yeah.
3: 536. Yeah, there a have... year to never remember, to never forget.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Uh, no, I, I don't know what happened there. Were people even alive?
3: <laughs> people were were barely alive, let's oh, okay. say. Mm,
0: dang.
3: So, so the year so, the year five thirty six is considered the worst year in history, according to medieval scholar Michael McCormick, uh, based on the fact that the entire world went dark for an entire eighteen months due to a volcanic eruption that happened in North America. As a Roman politician of the year 536, Cassidoria said, we marvel to see no shadows of our bodies at noon. So it was a year that was so bad and so dark that it, it just, imagine being clouded. Not only is there like, people are staying at home, like people are throwing shit out in the streets because it's the year 536 and like no one knows how to read, but also you're living in perpetual darkness around the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. I would imagine that uh, even without that happening, the year five, whatever that was, probably sucked. Exactly. It's it's like probably, durian. Probably uh, wasn't the best. Yeah. <laughs> like if you were eating durian at that time, you're probably pretty happy. Probably, right? Exactly. <laughs> you're like eating like five
3: week old rat. <laughs> Someone gets my point. See, my motivational yeah. speaking is working. Yeah. So. <laughs> This, this antique little ice age, as it came to be known, caused average temperatures in Europe and China to <laughs> decline by as much as 35 to 37 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a, a lot. Resulting in crop failures and famine across the entire world. And at the same time, the, the Justinian bubonic plague spread because of the lack of vitamin D deprivation across the people in the Mediterranean, killing 35 to 55 percent of the population and speeding the collapse of the Eastern Roman Empire.
2: Damn, dude, this vitamin D thing.
3: It's like a, it's almost like we could learn from history.
2: (laughs) I always just hear vitamin C touted as the immunity boosting thing because of that damned emergency. Now, vitamin D, I'm hearing it here as relevant to the bubonic plague, and it seems to be like a key ingredient in doing well against COVID.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. Kevin's a doctor. Why is that?
0: because uh, D is more than C. It it comes next, oh. so yeah, it's like oh. yeah. So, Wait, so but it's 80s, a worse grade. Uh, uh, grade? No, not like that. You know, it's like A was <laughs> A was discovered first. It's not that great. B is uh, imported, but not so much. And then, and then you know, vitamin Z uh, is it'll save your life for sure. <laughs> uh, vitamin D, <C>. can't wait. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to really talk about vitamin D, (laughs) but but also I don't know. So (laughs) there you go. Oh, is there real, uh, do do you know real facts of vitamin D? Um, not really. I know it like (laughs) breaks down cholesterol in your skin and then like contributes to a bunch of processes and stuff in your body. Um, but mm. I'm a tooth doctor, so I don't know anything. <laughs> vitamin Dentist is oh. the full name of vitamin oh D. <laughs> so that's that's pretty good. I'm taking that one. <laughs> Are you ready for it's your vitamin D? vitamin D?
2: It's my rapper name. Vitamin D.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be your rapper name. <laughs> yo yo yo, here comes vitamin D. As we go on, <laughs> <laughs> brush your teeth and uh, <laughs> so this this bubonic plague from from people uh, being deficient in vitamin D consisted of sores on the palms that spread throughout the body, making people puss oozing carriers of death. And so, I mean, that, that seems like mm. the worst place to get sores. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I would assume, <laughs> uh, why the hands? Yeah. yeah, like, why the hand, Why the palms? Like, you, you know, all the lonely 13-year-old men in uh, 536. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a really oddly
2: enough, they would get it on their <laughs> palms and their genitals. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Just
3: so happened that all the 13- to 16-year-olds really uh, developed stores in two different areas. <laughs> why does it sound like 16?
2: Turns out 536 is the year they invented foot fetishes. <laughs> right.
3: It was a, a monumental year, to, to say the least. Uh, so as all this shit's happening in, in Europe, uh, over in China, a yellow dust covered the entire country like snow, leading to a two-year famine there as well. Um, over in Iceland, Tyler, your your relatives... Uh, two volcanoes ended up erupting after this main volcano in North America erupted. In the year 540 and 547, continuing to cover it in darkness and killing more crops, Ireland goes through another famine called the bread failure because of their inability to make bread. Over in South America and Peru's coastlands, a storm caused wider temperatures to rise. Sorry, a storm caused water temperatures to rise, decimating the entire fish population, their main source of food. Although they had agricultural uh, dams and uh, irrigation systems developed, the immense amount of rain caused extreme flooding, destroying this irrigation system used for agriculture, resulting in, again, famine. So <laughs> in this period of time, damn! not only are you living in darkness, but everyone's starving. There's a plague going around. And uh, I assume there's a, a bunch of little dictators controlling the world as well. So Donald Trump you know, times, however many countries there were at that time. So,
2: dude, you can't read or write. You just all your your, your whole day's activity, which is farming, is now off the table.
3: <laughs> yeah. What do, you, what do you do for fun if you can't work in the field? You
2: can't rub one out because your palms are covered with pus oozing blisters. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a real yeah, nightmare.
3: You're bored, you're unemployed, and you can't masturbate.
0: Oh my goodness! This is, it five sounds 30. like it would
2: create a lot of deaths of despair. S- seems like a yeah. I-, I can see why it's the worst year. Period? So if you think twenty year?
3: Yeah, if you, if you think twenty twenty was bad, then uh, <laughs> go back. Remember five thirty six, motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: No <laughs> so masturbation. That already that already <laughs> yeah. as the lowest year yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. eat it's fine don't masturbate no <laughs> something needs to change
3: yeah 2020 was like i mean without masturbation 2020 would have been terrible
0: <laughs> yeah there was probably like an increase like probably the highest levels of masturbation that happened in 2020 <laughs> I, I would definitely not doubt that yeah,
2: yeah. I wonder if twenty like if it was just the year of. I wonder how introverts in general have done because I, I generally feel fairly introverted and I'm not too. I'm not too bummed out about being stuck indoors. Like I would, at, at this point, I'm itching to get outside, but I could, you know, I could, I could, I could live without having to be among people that often. Yeah, that uh, I feel. Really- like-
0: I feel like introverts did great. <laughs> they were probably very excited the whole time.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even introverts, though, had some form of social interaction to a degree, I feel. Like, whether it yeah. was your video gaming or uh, something, you know. It, it wasn't, like, pure isolation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media, we have, we have things to kind of keep, keep us from feeling totally alone. Right. right.
3: Mm-hmm. Also, you have a family. Which yeah, probably helps. yeah,
2: that's uh, that's a game changer because yeah, I'm sure if I, if that wasn't a thing, if I was just by myself, well, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Guess there's, I'll never know now.
3: Kevin but, and I got dogs, for example.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, is your is yours also new?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mine is one week younger than uh, Ken's dog. Oh wow!
2: Oh my yeah. god! Okay, it's Amazing. madness at the house. It's now they're uh, uh, that's that's awesome. They get to grow up like best friends.
0: Yeah, they're like already best friends. Uh Lincoln is like he's obsessed with Hilo though. Like he won't leave him alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's Hilo. Hilo the feeling isn't mutual.
0: It's I don't <laughs> think it's mutual. I don't think
3: so. Hilo enjoys it. It's just like a little bit more like he he'd rather have his own alone time too. Like Hilo is more the introvert for sure. Yeah.
2: Like Versus
0: Link is a major extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. He's just unaware of social norms. He just thinks everybody like wants to play all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, not the case.
2: <laughs> that's well that's new life that's uh you know that's a that's a good another good way to kick off 2021 you guys got some new man man's best friends hanging out they yeah. they met each other they get yeah. they get a best friend well i guess yeah. uh, on Leaping off the topic of, uh, volcanoes around the world, ruining, ruining everything. Um, and good things coming out of bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping into (laughs) some, uh, some facts about, um, some, some times where things have seemed incredibly bad, but then recovery has actually resulted in, in, you know, maybe something that's even better than before. So, uh, One that's close to uh, where I live, but was was another global impact uh, sort of ash from this was seen around the world. So Mount St. Helens, uh, the topic of Mount St. Helens recovery zone, um, which uh, I don't know. I don't know if you you, if you've ever been near Mount St. Helens or seen like a uh, like where a volcano has erupted. Um, But it's it's a really cool place to go visit. So there's this huge area where it to this day, like there's, uh, like waterways that are just filled with the trees that were knocked over during, during the eruption. There's still kind of this landscape of just trees that are just blown over, pushed away from, uh, from the impact zone of, of Mount St. Helens. Um, and I guess at this point, the uh, the amount of destruction that happened there has now led to uh, an area that has a greater biodiversity for um, insects. It has a greater biodiversity for birds. Has a greater biodiversity for plants, um, and so out of this eruption has come this uh, this this area that's now kind of a. a blank landscape uh to where you know it can create a new environment for types of life that weren't necessarily uh able to establish a foothold prior um so that that, i do know uh,
3: with the the uh, the only thing i really know about mount saint helens is the photographer who took the most iconic photos of mount saint helens died like 20 minutes later and he knew that that was like the last chance to for him, like you know, to to get some epic photo. Wait,
0: <laughs> so he took the photos and died twenty minutes after the photos.
3: So at like as this volcano's exploding and this oh. this wave of ash and rock and debris is flying towards him, he was patiently waiting there to take the photo of Mount St. Helens exploding. But man, uh, that's dedication here. Wow. Dedication,
2: man. Yeah. you gotta be the best at what you do
3: you know what there are probably a bunch of other photographers there but uh he's the (laughs) one that everyone remembers you know so
2: (laughs) yeah this if you ever um it's it's worth checking out on google earth if you ever get a chance because it it really is kind of just amazing how it it just looks like a bomb went off and like all these dead trees are still just blown away from this crater actually did a (laughs) flew we flew uh into into or above the crater in a helicopter at one point when i was a kid um it's just some like weird helicopter tour but you got to really see like down below the mountain there's this uh like kind of river valley that's filled with like deer and elk and things it's, it's a really beautiful place um but yeah got uh, got those pesky humans out of the area <laughs> good
0: things happen when humans uh, disappear (laughs) as we learned (laughs) in 2020 so consistent theme
2: (laughs) yeah yeah totally uh and another another uh disaster that a lot of people maybe um got into or learned a little bit more about over this last year i believe the series came out last year but chernobyl was another uh massive you know horrible event that you assume no good can come from i believe in in the show they sort of are predicting that like nothing will live there for 80 years or something after the after the reactor meltdown but uh at this point the area being left off limits largely off limits to humans has now become a haven for wildlife uh, that include the lynx, bison, deer, and other animals roaming through the thick thick forests. Uh, wolf numbers are seven times higher in the area, much like are likely due to much lower hunting pressure. Um, pine plantations there have given way to more biodiverse primary forests, which are more resilient to climate change and wildfires, and better able to sequester carbon.
0: Wow! So There's also like- a higher number of extra eyeballs and extra (laughs) digits (laughs) (laughs) more eyeball on average that's great don't didn't they find like these weird uh like creatures with like multiple eyeballs like uh, maybe i'm just making it up i wouldn't doubt it like with but but you know like tyler
3: and i were talking about this where it's It's probably so relatively small relative Mm. to the rest of the population of wolves or bison or whatever else. Yeah, they just die out, right? Yeah, they just die out. Or, like, even with humans, you know, we don't go into radioactive zones because we get radioactive poisoning uh, or like mutations with births and everything. But, uh, assumably, that's a small percentage in total of the total amount of whatever beings that. That get birthed, or creatures that get birthed, so everyone yeah. else would just develop normally. Yeah. So, yeah. in nature, we don't have restrictions like <laughs> like that.
2: Yeah, and these things take time too. So, a shorter lifespan is almost irrelevant for. I would imagine it's, it's fairly irrelevant for smaller critters that are going to live and die before the mutation or before the uh, radiation has enough time to add up. Hmm. Uh. So what? From what I'm seeing, most of, <laughs> <the area> are, <laughs> most of the animals in the area are most of the animals in the area are are mutants. They do have mutations. It's just for the most part, you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. So it's not always mm-hmm. visible.
3: Mutations. That wolf has a tiny dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh my god! So. <laughs> Have you seen uh, the the show uh, I Think You Should Leave on Netflix?
3: No. No. What is that?
2: Oh, man. Okay. You you should check it out for sure. You guys should both check it out. Um, It's just like a sketch comedy show. It has like maybe five or six like 20 some minute episodes but there there's a sketch where there's like this place where you can go ride horses but all the horses have have small dicks so that you don't feel bad about yourself like they specifically bred out horse <laughs> horse dongs <laughs> so that you could feel home <laughs> like a horse it just reminded me of uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, that, that's, that's the theme of this show, man. It's like, Whoa. that's what we're saying. It's all relative. You eat the durian, you have a, <laughs> a horse a small pick. <laughs> you don't feel it bad. I get it now. <laughs> it's resilience.
0: Oh my God, this sounds great. Yeah. Where's that wrench? I'm <laughs> <Not> moving <laughs> right next to that yeah not for me to go to the, the wolves to go to you know yeah.
2: <laughs> for the wolves for the wolves well uh so <laughs> natural disasters aren't the, aren't the only uh, aren't the only thing that creates opportunity so um, everybody sort of knows that after the disaster of the bu- bubonic plague we got the renaissance um and i i will include this everybody sort of knows the bubonic plague but this was the this is the most interesting like description of the beginning of this uh, uh the the plague um coming to italy that i that i had found during this so um i guess a a general invading um the walls of the the black sea port city of kaffa uh, before abandoning an assault there catapulted dead warriors over the walls in one of the first instances of biological warfare so they already had it um, they were kind of being decimated by it and they were under they were they were attacking wow. their opponent and then like as a just like all right we're giving up but we'll kill them <laughs> you know maybe there'll be an opportunity later they flung uh, plague ridden bodies into into the city oh, um, so then, within that city that's the most disrespectful
0: shit i've ever heard <laughs> wow damn whoever thought of that idea and everyone's like yes <laughs> was like, uh yeah uh, i volunteer
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh
2: so Pretty smart though so that city starts getting uh getting overrun with the plague and some of the citizens just are like well we got to get out of here so they jump in their boats um navigating through the dardanelles into the aegean sea and into the mediterranean a dozen of those ships made it to sicily in october of 1347 and this the the way they recount or or they the way they uh, have written this um sicilians start seeing like Boats stowing up on showing up on their shores with dead people still at the oars, like so people are dying Damn. as they're coming, and like you just start seeing these people fleeing something. You have no idea what's going on, but soon everybody's getting sick. Um, they sort of recognized that something was wrong because those people were covered in sores, but it, it was basically too too late. Rats were coming off of the boats uh, that had. Uh, fleas which are of course the carriers for the Black Plague and uh, at that point it was pretty much over um, wow well, yeah, yeah, brutal it's, it, it, it it's very chilling like for that to be the moment you know to be the person who's there and just like oh my god like pe- zombie people are showing up dead on our in boats and you try to push them back but before that long, literally sounds like sick
0: like a zombie movie. Like, yeah. The, uh, it's a very
2: cinematic beginning. description. I felt yeah. that it had to be included.
3: A boat through the fog, covered with <laughs> dead <laughs> people and they <laughs> doors on their palms and their genitals only. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we had to strip them to find the, where the rest of the swords right? <laughs> were
0: yeah
3: <laughs> that's, the, that's the first protocol the second they landed on the harbor all right strip them and check their genitals like <laughs> sir wow. <why? laughs> there's literally rats infested with plague running around are you sure you don't want to contain
0: those 1st I yeah, want to see their like dicks <laughs> <laughs> there's sores everywhere on their body but how are their dicks We must answer the age-old question.
2: Just as I suspected, covered in sores. On the dick. That's like a greeting
0: back in the day, sorry. How's your dick?
2: How's your dick? Show it it to us. We have to make sure you don't have it. (laughs)
1: How's
3: it, the how's
0: it going <laughs> yeah. how's <the> dick dick
3: <laughs> yeah. oh you know covered in a sauce here or there, but not too bad <laughs> <laughs> we gotta bring that back <laughs> we gotta bring that back <laughs> that's how you get me too though also <laughs> there's means of preventing chatter like that in
2: 2021
3: oh, poor mm. Louis CK <laughs> yeah raid the capital we're bringing dicks back
2: <laughs> um I I found out that this is actually where uh the, the word quarantine comes from. So I guess they uh after after the ships or they realized that people on those ships were carrying the disease, they would have people sit at anchor for quaranta giorni or forty days, which is where the term quarantine comes from.
3: Oh 40 days is a long time It is
2: a very long time wow. to just sit on a boat Just pooping and peeing <sighs> into the ocean wow. uh, Something I noticed that is uh, sounded very similar To what's going on now Is that as during the plague People did seem to fragment into different groups So there was some who maintained that the surest medicine For such an evil disease was to drink heavily, enjoy life's pleasures, and go about singing and having fun. Satisfying their appetites by any means available while laughing at everything. Others (laughs) formed themselves into companies and lived in isolation from everyone else. The Decameron tells of uh, ten friends who shelter in place, entertaining one another with stories while the plague assails France. So... Mm. Uh, even then, there were people, it seemed, who uh, did, did not want to self-isolate and instead would prefer to uh, run about having fun and drinking and, and acquiring plague. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and they did it for freedom. They said, someday there's going to be a country and they'll they'll appreciate what we did here thing what's crazy is like
3: assumably also all the churches and everything there were probably mass gatherings they they were probably getting infected more than anyone else and they just believe it was an act of God I
0: guess people won't people don't change man like we learn more but people don't change yeah they'll do what they want to do
2: yeah uh, but the the good news is that after the plague uh <laughs> I don't I don't know if this part is going to be applicable to now, considering that the majority of people dying are older and not necessarily the workforce. But uh, after the plague, they say it was a great time to be an artisan. Suddenly, labor was scarce, and because of that, market wages had to go up. The bourgeoisie, mm-hmm. the, or- the artisans, and the workers started to have a stronger voice simply because labor was scarce. When you don't have people, you have to pay them better. Um, the relative standing of capital and labor got reversed. Landed gentry were battered by plunging food prices and rising wages, while former serfs who had been too impoverished to leave anything but a portion of land to their eldest sons increasingly found themselves able to spread their wealth among all their children, including their daughters. Women, many of whom were widows, entered the depopulated professions such as weaving and brewing. So Mm. um, this is where a lot of the the kind of changes that came after the after the plague enter is that you know there's obviously if you lose a bunch of people there there is a lot of infrastructure to fill back up. and so um, a lot of people who otherwise might not have seen those opportunities got to raise up into those. So
0: you get rid of the old ways of doing things and come up with new like innovative ways and that's where great beer came from. is that what is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I think that's that's got to be it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah so, so we're,
3: uh, people, we're gonna people, have some great alcohol coming out in, in like hopefully in the next few years. But do you think we're <laughs> COVID's killing off enough people though?
2: No, no. I don't. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we'll see this these kind of same opportunities. We may mm-hmm. see like I think the kinds of things that we'll see are like the t- distributed workforce getting a lot more efficient. Um, kind of a a reassessment of waste and mm-hmm. how uh, how we work together. But yeah, I, I don't think, think
3: sex labor is going to be de- decriminalized in the next five years in the United States.
2: Probably ought to be. Probably just, ought to be.
3: I've read a report that that's something that like OnlyFans is a multi billion dollar company. You know, like a lot of these people are just turning to that to make capital while they're being unemployed.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, so it's not not within the um not within the plague times so we see things like that but actually as you as you mentioned it's not sex work but um after the depression so the sort of next topic i was going to jump into is the new deal so after the, after the depression of course they lift the ban on consuming beer <laughs> and oh, uh, so yeah. prohibition ends that uh, i see some parallels there with that and sex work and maybe um you know, like cannabis, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, psilocybin. We're starting to see a lot of attention towards um, legalizing some of the more natural and like positive drugs, which is um, you know par- potentially something we might see in this next New Deal if we actually get uh, a progressive next four years. Maybe That's actually years. a good
3: point. Yeah, I, I guess like the the parallel there is uh, the the type of drug that gets legalized,
2: right? Right. Yeah, it's a different thing, but um, seems kind of similar. We go well. It would create jobs across the country if you just legalize cannabis for sure. Maybe not as much with psilocybin. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's as intensive as a process. But yeah, um,
3: I have also heard that uh, hallucinogen sales have increased quite a bit during quarantine
2: <laughs> that, sound, that sounds <laughs> about right across the board might as well <laughs> home alone home board
3: just, just trip at home why not go on a little <laughs> trip yeah, go on a, trip. Go on a, yeah. <laughs> a little adventure
2: <laughs> so okay so uh, on on that note um over the over the holiday uh I, w- I actually watched we'll bring it back to tom cruise again i watched uh edge of tomorrow on mushrooms and it was uh it was glorious.
0: Whoa. That movie's already a trip. That's a fun one. Without being (laughs) on (laughs) psychedelics.
3: Is it hard to sit through a two hour movie while tripping?
2: Um so not I if I'm not outside wandering around I Uh I have to be like still under a blanket like just totally like totally motionless. I get way too antsy if I try to like wander around my house or like do stuff in my house. So yeah. like focusing on a movie, yeah. I I either want that or I want to be outside like on a sunny day, being able to explore the wilderness. So because the weather has made that not terribly possible. My op- my other option was was movies and flexing and unflexing my toes.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Massaging the your forearm. You arms. know the move. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know the move. Um,
2: so uh, back to the New Deal. So the uh, the New Deal um, coming on the heels of the Depression. I think everybody was o- open to the idea of change. I don't know if that necessarily will ap- apply to um, how we how we come out of this pandemic. And with this government, it doesn't seem necessarily like people are quite as ready for, for new ideas, but, um, the, the number of things FDR was able to accomplish after he got elected and kind of without a plan, he came in, um, essentially without, without a clear plan for how to address these things. And I guess, uh, working with people and sort of improvising you know, ideas on, on how to improve things, came up with a number of, of changes to be made. So the Emergency Banking Act, which was uh, uh, mainly to reorganize the banks and um, create some sort of safeguards against what had happened during the economic collapse. There was the uh, Federal Emergency Relief Administration, which provided $500 million for relief operations. Uh, Civil works administration was established to provide temporary jobs for construction of local government projects. Um, Again, as mentioned, prohibition ended, which made consumption and production of beer legal once again. So more jobs created there. Uh, The Tennessee Valley authority act was also signed, which enabled the government to build dams along the Tennessee river, which controlled flooding and provided hydroelectric power for the people. Um, the Agricultural Adjustment Act was established, which uh, whose purpose was to raise prices of stable crops by controlling them and paying the farmers through subsidies. So, just a number of efforts that's to a lot of stuff. It's a lot yeah. of stuff. It's uh, and that's and that's just the first New Deal. I didn't even uh, dip my toe into the second New Deal, which was uh, from 1935 to 1938. So, uh. I mean, I'm wow. hopeful that we'll get these sorts of things from from the next four years or like yeah. there'll be more opportunity for that than there had been previously. Um, it's
3: also one of those things, though, where like FDR was a president during the time when like authoritarianism was a little bit more accepted. Right. Not to say that he was an authoritarian president, but for a president to, to have three terms is also crazy, you know, right. <laughs> like at the state age. And so, like 1932, what the rise of Hitler, Stalin, mm-hmm. you know, Mao's like on uh, coming up as a child. Um, it's there's there's like all these there's like an acceptance of like a great leader to kind of change
0: things I, to a certain I, degree. I mean, I think that happens when there are like terrible times when there's like right. so much suffering. People agree, like oh, like everyone comes together saying like something needs to change, and this person's the person to do it. You know, um, and what's crazy—we got lucky that he he was good. <laughs> for sure. You're like he was. What's good crazy brother.
3: though is like Donald Trump came at a time when everything was actually really freaking great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like things were trending really well, and then he kind of came in and uh, just. Well, just not changed things not up. not
0: necessarily for like his supporters, right? They they just lost all their jobs from like manufacturing going all into automation. So a lot of those people were out of jobs for a while and they, they blamed Obama. That is true. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I
2: saw something that was talking about how like these whole communities of like oil or like uh, coal, like all these all these communities, basically like their vote goes to whoever gives them, make, make sure that they still have jobs. Um, which to oh, me makes is sense. like it it makes sense in yeah it makes sense if like everyone you know and love is like they will all be taken down by any change to the ability to do fracking or whatever you know whatever the the thing is if it's coal power and you're in a coal town you know everyone you know not just the people who work for the coal mines but the people who work for the restaurants that feed all the coal miners and the stores that are there to clothe the, all uh, and and provide groceries to all those all, all those families and workers. Um, yeah, I could see where I could see where you might care less about the greater good of the country and be more focused on your backyard.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if the if the job diversity in your town is limited, then if that dis, if if that dies, then all the other jobs pretty much die out because there's uh there's no like circulation of money going around so your whole town could pretty much just go under (laughs) and yeah that's pretty crazy yeah Yeah, it is scary to think of something that would be so especially in the small small towns you know yeah so
3: there was there was uh I forgot who the theorist was, but it was like back in the day when it was like pre-coal, I'll I'll have to dig it up, um, where there's like a fear of technology improving or like the cotton mill coming, taking away jobs. And the reality is jobs just get reallocated after a certain point, you know? Like ultimately we could look at the short-sighted goal of having employment taken away for a a group of people, but they're going to find... And adapt to new ways of finding employment or like the necessities of people, hopefully. So, yeah,
2: yeah it's a I wonder, so I, I wonder, if you're, like, like, you're
3: supposed to force that.
2: There, that the weird dichotomy of like pretty, pretty religiously like capitalist party that also doesn't like wants to actively protect like not not allow the the free market to let things die
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is interesting, right,
2: right exactly like i don't know what that what that how you're able, how you uh support both but it seems to be a sort of weird um uh, inconsistency there
3: yeah the, the term itself is called the ludite fallacy l-u-d-d-i-t-e fallacy And it's sometimes used to express the view that those concerned about long-term technological unemployment are committing a fallacy as they fail to account for compensation effects. So just the idea that even, you know, there's facts that although technology allows us to have more free time during the day, people now tend to work more rather than enjoy that free time. (laughs) Right. So, You know, nature is going to take its course. As long as it doesn't personally affect me, I am totally <laughs> fine with the government making any laws.
2: <laughs> you know, I try to think of myself as like a two person, two people. One, the me who is concerned about what happens to me. And then two, the person who votes and doesn't care about the first me. Because... I definitely don't ha- I don't f- ever feel the need to like vote in my own self interest. Like I, I don't know if it's like, like your patriot. personal values or family values. I would, I would not <laughs> describe myself as a Patriot either, but <laughs> I, I definitely have always been inclined to, to vote in favor of the greater good. Maybe that's a thing with like, if, if you're raised to like, Hey, you, you eat last and like let everybody else get theirs first and make sure they've got like, I don't know that that is definitely in my background.
3: You are from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, that's because you learned like empathy. <laughs> yeah. That <wouldn't> be it.
2: <laughs> I, always, I always see these like a, uh, you know, women's descriptions of like, you know, during, uh, during this, this era of feminism, you know, like being taught not to take up space and being t- taught not to take up like airtime and being, you know, letting others come first. And I, all of those things sound so identifiable to me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily male versus female. I definitely know females who were not raised to let others go first. I definitely know men who were raised to think of themselves last. I think there's a, a larger difference in, in, in the values there that maybe isn't as gender based as one might assume.
3: Yeah. I mean, data also speaks. <laughs> At the end of the day, like when when it comes to to judgment of groups of people.
2: Well, uh, that, uh, that that dems them's all my facts. I kind of. <laughs> and <laughs> normally, on that on that hopeful note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is our yeah? What are you what are you what, what are you hopeful for for recovery for twenty twenty one? What do you think? What what are your hopes that'll um, of things that'll change for, for this upcoming year.
0: Man. Uh, I mean, you talking about all that FDR new deal stuff, it's like very impressive, very hopeful. I, I don't think it'll get done in this era because I think, uh, you know, it's so divided. Nobody wants to get anything done. They just want to fight, but yeah, we might, we might help that.
2: point. <laughs> <should get> <laughs> We, that's the, that's it that's the first focus uh, exactly. get, some, get some psychedelics into those vaccines and get those injected into people and let's just see what happens
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that I, I, I'll vote on that yes <laughs> yeah, I Amanda- think the Timothy Leary
3: approach of like if everyone takes acid then like we'll all just be in a different realm together that, that sounds like a reality that could work for a peaceful future
2: I 100% think that it, a mandatory session of psychedelics could improve people's ability to get along and perceive the world in a friendly way. Like that, I, I could get behind that any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it seems like a solution that would can will and never can happen, but um, <laughs> I, I sure wouldn't mind it just shortcut to everybody getting along
0: <laughs> just we should just get everyone in america on like a zoom call or something and at the same time just take it at the same time <laughs> oh my god Be like whoa just random stranger tripping out with me like you know 500 miles away
3: <laughs> yeah
0: except, except todd i don't like tripping with him yeah <laughs> <laughs> it tears us apart even more
3: yeah it tears us apart it's like yeah man <laughs> his face is so scary when you're tripping
0: yeah. <laughs> why Why do you have so many eyes
2: <laughs>
0: it's noble, all over again yeah. took too much
2: <laughs> all right well uh I suppose uh on that note Kevin, is there anyone you or any anything you want to plug? Do you do you want people to follow you on social media? Do you want to send them to any sort of charitable organization? Do you want to tell them to to take some psychedelics? W- what would you like the people to know and do? Uh,
0: yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> take some psychedelics if you want. Sure, have fun um watch dude psychedelics and edge of tomorrow that sounds pretty fantastic Mm. um but uh budget boys new movie coming out soon soon um nice other than that i don't know man we're in la so like i don't know help the homeless a little bit (laughs) even though they're scary
2: I think that's a, that's a worthy, that's a worthy cause for sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this was fun. I just like sat back, listened, like heard so many interesting (laughs) things. It could always be worse. I totally agree with that. Uh, Now you could drop this knowledge on your patients. Exactly. I'm just Mm going to, if they're in pain, I'm just going to be like, shut up. Imagine like two t thirty, not just one. <laughs> yeah, imagine the year. Imagine having a toothache in five thirty six. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. so just imagine, ha- try to have some
2: perspective, you selfish bastard. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I was think. Like, imagine having a toothache sixty years ago, where like <laughs> they're just injecting you with like cocaine. Okay. <laughs>
3: Oh
2: on, Actually, things
0: were better yeah. back then. Actually,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Bring back medicinal cocaine. You heard it here first. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, that has been our show. Thank you again to our guest Kevin Park. Thank you all for listening, and make sure to check back next week for our very thirty-fourth episode. Let's make 2021 great again. Morning! Off to see the groundhog? Didn't we do this yesterday?
0: I don't know what you mean.
1: Ah! Don't mess with me, pork (sighs) chop. What day is this? It's February 2nd. Groundhog Day. Yeah.
2: Sorry. You know, I thought it was yesterday.
1: (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.